Guys, welcome once again to the two-week break Blazers. You know, it's not our fault when they don't put out trailers for like one and a half weeks and then they put out a million in one weekend. Yeah, that's how they do it. That's Super Bowl. That's Super Bowl week, weekend for you, I suppose. Um, but we are back. In fact, uh, this is the Trelure Blazures podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Moon, joined by the illustrious Nick Kelly. The other one. He is the other one, isn't he, folks? And what a good other one he is. It's good to have you here. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny that uh, I say it that way when that's not even anything. Because I'm really just parodying uh, the Teen Girl Squad, the ugly one. Cheerleader, so and so. What's her face? The ugly one. <laughs> but I'm just changing it to other one. <laughs> that is. That is. It's like it's nothing. It's it's nothing. That is the origin of the other one. Folks, if you like origin stories, uh, here it is. Arrowed! I don't even know what episode this is. Episode 143-ish. Ish. We've been doing this for a while, folks. Uh, Bringing you all the commentaries from two dumb dudes about movie trailers. Wow, just what you needed. More dumb dudes' opinions on stuff. That's right. But we're going to give it to you, folks, and uh, we have things like news. But um, let's actually start out by what we done had watched this past week. What we done watched. Well, this is what we done had watched the past three weeks. <laughs> uh, the, yes, because uh, we're, br- we're um, uh, break blazers. I watched The Menu on HBO, the movie with Ray Fiennes. Yes. Oh, they. It's not. They eat people. Spoiler alert. I don't know. I've not no, seen it's it. not a. It's not a cannibal movie. Okay. Yeah. I. I heard this was good. I need to watch it. I did enjoy it. It was kind of like. Well, it was satire, but it was good uh, satire. Okay. And it was, uh, it was like in the style of what was it, Chef's, Chef's Table or something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Chef's Table on Netflix. Yeah. So it was kind of like in that style. But it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it for satire. Okay. I watched The Black Phone on HBO. The uh, Joe Hill, son of Stephen King book made into a movie by Scott Derrickson with Ethan Hawke as a bad guy. Yeah, I remember this. Yep, yeah, it was decent. Uh, not great. Not uh, bad. Worth watching on HBO. Hmm. Um, I started watching Sh- uh, Shrinking on Apple TV. That's excellent. Yeah. I just want to talk about Harrison Ford in this. Okay. Harrison Ford has not cared about his acting since 1992 mm. until now. He's doing Was that before was that before or after Patriot Games? Uh this is that's Patriot Games is what I'm talking about. Okay. That's when All he right. stopped. It was the second the second Jack Ryan movie which is Patriot Games. Aha. Uh-huh. He stopped caring. He cares again. He's great. He's really great in shrinking and it's really? just really good. It's a really good show. All Bill Lawrence shows are good, so that's not surprising. Hmm. Uh, but this one is extremely good. And Jason Siegel's just great. He's always great, too. Yeah, so really enjoying that. <laughs> I watched Skinnamarink uh, with Missy and Steph and a bunch of people. I So I don't, I, I don't get jealous often. I really don't. I have a great life. I'm, I'm genuinely jealous that I was not in that room. Yeah, you would have enjoyed it. Uh, so, unfortunately, the kid's name in Skinnamarink was Kevin, and so it became all a comedy <laughs> immediately. 
His, <laughs> his name was Kevin. So uh, constant listeners to the show will know Kevin from the questions, times, answers, and his emails, uh, and also how often we drag him. And uh, so there's this thing we do, because Kevin lives next door to me, and uh, he's a very good cook. He makes a lot of really good food. So sometimes when I see him, I just go, come on, pancakes. Like he's supposed <laughs> to just make me pancakes. <laughs> and uh, so every every time the creepy voice in Skinamarink would go, Kevin, one of us in the room in the dark would go, pancakes. <laughs> and it just was hilarious. So. <laughs> the 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 tone was undercut by her, by the name of the character, so yeah, I did yeah. not get the effect that they intended from the oh, movie. Oh boy, ah oh, beans! But I still enjoyed myself with my friends. That's good. And then I just been watching a bunch of riff tracks on on YouTube since. Yeah, then. you thought you spotted a Starion in that one show, but it wasn't a Starion. I think it was. I think it was. I think you missed it. <laughs> uh, the, was it the red car at the at I'm the gas station? Find, no, I'm gonna find a timestamp because I'm. It looks so much like your car to a guy who doesn't know cars. Yeah. That I have to, f- I'll find the timestamp and then I'll okay. send it to you. All right. I'm speaking of, I'm, um, I'm going to get a new stereo put in this, in the stereo. I was supposed to get it done this week coming up, uh, yeah. or next week, I should say. Uh, but I've got to go to Las Vegas for work. Oh, gross. Yeah. And actually, I'm not going to be on the strip. I'm going to be on like the outskirts of Vegas. So that'll be a new experience for me. Uh, do not, not not a big fan of the strip, so I don't uh, mind not not being there. Yeah, that's the only place that I I know that exists in that area. Yeah. Uh, so I've been watching The Last of Us. Uh, I haven't watched the latest episode, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, Kunk on Earth. I finished. Sad that it's over. I need more seasons of that. What stat. is that? I only Kunk know on- I know what it is. Like I know who the character is, but is this just like a show? It is a mockumentary show. Okay. Very easy to watch. Thirty minute episodes. Uh, the the girl that plays Philomena Kunk is just so deadpan and dry, and it's so the writing is so witty and funny, and it's and it's just, I I it's the number one thing I wish we had more of. Kind of like an Alan Partridge type thing. Uh, maybe. Hmm. Uh, it's it's it's. I feel like it's fairly unique, but it's just. God, it's just really fun. Sounds like um, Alan Partridge. Yeah, maybe it is. Uh, Willow. I've been watching Willow very slowly. I've been watching Willow, and uh, it's you know it's it's fine. Not nothing. I'm like just super crazy about nothing to nothing to gush over. Mm. So uh, that's all I had done. Watch, and that's all that we had done. Watch, and that brings us to the new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. Yeah, we, we have a couple things. So uh, we talked a while ago about how James Gunn took over DC Studios. And uh, he sort of un- unveiled their plans for the the most recent slate. And uh, they released like a, a few shows and movies that they're doing. And I'm just going to run through them. So there's they're making a Superman movie called Superman Legacy. Something called The Authority, which... Is it like an ensemble thing I never heard of? Uh, they're making a new Batman called The Brave and the Bold, which is Batman and Robin uh, thing. Uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, which 
is it like a heavily science fiction Supergirl thing? That sounds kind of cool. Hmm. And the coolest thing, uh, James Mangold is making a Swamp Thing movie. That's really the only one I kind of care about, I think, is the Swamp Thing. Yeah, me too. Uh, if James Gunn directs any of them, I'll watch them. But, like, I don't know. I, I might, like, the Supergirl thing, if it's heavily science fiction. And then they're making a couple shows, but, like, I just wanted to talk about Swamp Thing, man. I want a James Mangold Swamp Thing. Swamp. I always get everything confused because Swamp Thing is DC. Yep. Thing is Marvel from yep. Fantastic Four. The Thing is a movie from the 80s. John Carpenter, yes. John Carpenter. And then I feel like there's something... Man Thing. What's Man Thing? Man Thing is uh, is Marvel's Swamp Thing. Re- okay, really? Yeah. This he, is actually all very pre- con- he actually predates Swamp Thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Sort of like Namor predates uh, Aquaman. Yep. Yeah. I, this is all very confusing, but uh, I, I will watch the Swamp Thing stuff. I, everything else. Is is uh, is Cavill coming back for, for Superman Legacy? No. Someone new. Because he's going to be younger. Okay, I don't care. I just don't care about any of this. I, even, the, even James, though James Gunn's doing it, I still don't care. I gotta be honest, I don't care about Henry Cavill. Like, everyone's always talking about Henry Cavill and how great he is, but I think he's just there. I don't, I would not consider my fan uh, myself a fan of him. If he's in something, he's just in it. It's not, I'm not going to go yeah. see it. Like he's good in The Witcher, but the writing of The Witcher season two was the true enemy, and it's like yeah. recasting him isn't the problem that I have with the next seasons. It's more that the people who wrote season two are are the ones who are not being replaced. Unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunate. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's happening. Uh, oh, you have some Frasier news. <laughs> yeah, okay. So no one's going to care about this but me. But uh, so they're doing a, Fra- a Frasier reboot on Paramount Plus. Uh, like not a reboot, but like a, se- uh, you know, like a continuation. But in this new Frasier series, he's moving back to Boston, which is where Cheers takes place. Oh. So Frasier's from Boston. Well, he's not from Boston, but he he lived in Boston for Cheers and then he moved. Right, right. If he goes back to Boston and they do not go to Cheers, I will lose it. <laughs> it, would, it yeah, it'll be a complete waste. The whole You thing. are going to get so tired of hearing me complain if he does not go to Cheers in this new se- Why go back to Boston if not to go to Cheers? He needs to go back to Cheers. I need to pick back Cheers back up. Once I finish uh, Lower Decks... While I'm painting shoes, I'm, I think I'm going to skip over to uh, cheer, maybe go back to Cheers. Cheers is a good uh, painting show. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's that classic sitcom style. It's classic. And it ages well. Yes. Um, you know, I actually have some news. We don't have this on the, the Dumb Dude News uh, list here. But I, on a, I was listening to a podcast about um, this investor in Disney who invested like over $900 million in like Disney. And he's one of those... Uh, what they call an activist investor where he like wants to come in and shake things up. The bad news is, is this guy that did it is friends with Ike Perlmutter. And they were talking about that in the podcast and like that he wanted like, he wants to like cut costs and all this kind of stuff at Disney. And I was like, I don't like that. Ike Perlmutter is somehow like a turd that won't flush. And he just keeps hanging around Disney. And I know that Ike is like a big investor in Disney too, but um, I really like that he has been muzzled and all his power is gone. And I don't mm-hmm. want him to, to, to sort of grasp some type of power in some measure. I don't want it, Nick. Well, Bob Iger being back is the 
best way for that not to happen because Bob Iger is the one yeah. who shackled him in the first place. And he is the panacea for this, hopefully. Yeah. So I hope yeah. Iger stays. I like him. Uh, yeah, Iger gave us a, a lot of good uh, Marvel stuff. Um, maybe it's time for Kathleen Kennedy to to go over to DC. Yeah. And then let's and yeah. let's and let let uh, let the other people. The, the, what's the the Holy Trinity that we said? It's Dave uh, Filoni, uh, John Favreau, and Bryce Dallas Howard. That's it. That's the the Trinity. Let the Trinity yeah. take over. Yep, that's what we want. Okay, all right. Well, that does it for the new news, and that brings oh, wait. us. To, I oh. I saw something before that I don't know oh. how true it is. Okay, uh, and it sounds like a bad idea, but you know how they made the bad Hellboy reboot in 2019. Yes. I saw something a little while ago that said they might be doing another one with like a totally different reboot. <laughs> and uh they said they wanted to do a standalone maybe based on the Crooked Man, which is a really good comic, but like one of the people I saw that they were talking about directing it was Brian Taylor, who is tremendously bad director. Uh. And I I just don't know why they keep doing this. It doesn't need to be movies. The comics are better. Most comics are better than most movie adaptations to begin with, but uh, in that case, like, truly, just work on the comic stuff. Yeah. Ah. Well. Well. Uh, we'll see. What's we'll, we'll see what gets. Uh, we'll see what gets past the uh, the gatekeepers, the money gatekeepers, I suppose. Yeah, I feel like after the last one, if they do another one, it would be so low budget because no one's going to want to front any money for it. And then they have Brian Taylor as a director. He's awful. Truly, truly awful. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Uh, I have two Marvel rumors. You want to hear them? Yes, I do. All right. One of the rumors is that Ghost Rider is going to be introduced in Doctor Strange 3. I would like Ghost Rider. I would like Ghost Rider, um, if nothing else, to pave the way to Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's Frank Castle. That's it. That is Frank Castle, though. Yeah. Um, sorry, but you do I, have to no. have the Ghost Rider lore in there. Well, uh, yeah. Mephisto is going to be an Ironheart, so that's how we first like because Ghost Rider work. Uh, he's you know he signs the Darkhold under Mephisto, uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. They're laying the groundwork for all of this stuff. Yeah. Would you rather have a Robbie Ray's or would you rather have uh, Johnny Blaze? I like Johnny Blaze. Okay. I'm a classic Ghost Rider guy. I like both of them, but I, I'm a car guy, so I like Johnny Ray's. Yeah. Jo- jo- uh, yeah, Johnny, yeah. Johnny Ray's. That's a barbecue <laughs> place here in town. Robbie Ray's. Robbie Ray's. I like both of them, too. Uh, I really like how Robbie uh, looks with his like skull helmet thing, mm-hmm. and the Hell Charger is cool. Yeah. But uh, I just, I don't know. Johnny Blaze is the Ghost Rider that I know. Yeah. He's the one that we read in comics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other rumor is that Robert Downey Jr. might come back to play Superior Iron Man from Earth 838 in Secret Wars. That would be a good move. If, okay, I didn't like Multiverse of Madness. One of the main things I didn't like was there's no way in any universe that the Illuminati exists without an Iron Man on it. It's just no way. And and to put, like... A, Ca- a Captain Carter variant on the Illuminati and not an Iron Man variant, I just thought was tremendously ignorant of how it works. So if they do bring it, if he just wasn't around, and then he comes in and he's like mad at at 
the MCU universe, which I will not call 616 because it isn't. I know. We, we've had that discussion. Check out episode whatever to hear that conversation. Check out episode every single one since Multiverse of Madness came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a, a way to kind of fix some of the problems I had with that. So Yeah. I think they should do that. Well, we maybe they will because, you know, everybody was mad about Ten Rings and then they solved that problem, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's enough of the rumors and the news, folks. That brings us to the new, new. New, 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 new. New, new. New. I did your part for you. Trailers, folks. We have an Adele. Holy cow, an Adele 17. We don't even have a fun rhyme for that one. Adele 17. So what we're gonna we're gonna kind of we're gonna kind of rapid fire through yeah. through some of these. Some of these don't don't uh, deserve. Some a of lot these of time. are just you know they're here. We gotta mention yeah. them. Well, the first trailer we got here is Stephen King's of The Boogeyman. Yeah, so this is based on a, a short story by Stephen King. Uh, the plot of of The Boogeyman is adaptation of Stephen King's The Boogeyman. Thanks, IMDb. Thanks. Good job. <laughs> Way uh, to go. This stars David Dasmalchian, who is in Ant-Man and the Wasp and Dune. Uh, and Marin Ireland is in it. And uh, not really anyone else you've heard of. Uh, this one, of the two Stephen King adaptations on this list today, this is the more effective looking of the two. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I'd probably write this off if it wasn't a Stephen King thing, but because I do like Stephen King, I will probably end up watching this when it's on HBO. But yeah, it, it has some creepy imagery in the trailer. Hopefully they don't, like... If they can avoid some sort of, like showing the monster uh cgi thing in this it could be effectively creepy throughout this is one where you don't want to see the monster really oh okay maybe just like you know hints but if they show it it'll probably like not be scary anymore signs gonna be another situation like signs yeah or nope or nope yeah uh here you know what i didn't like about this trailer is that there were subtitles on this trailer and you couldn't turn them off. And so I was like, well, let me go look up the actual trailer. So I went to 20th Century Studios on their YouTube channel. And guess what? You can't turn the subtitles off on that one either. What is the deal? Why would you do that? Why? I don't need subtitles. Maybe they accidentally rendered it with them on and it just went into the final prints for all it, of the trailers. It must It must have been. What a what a, what a jark. So I, I'm not going to see this. I don't care about this. Uh, it's a horror movie. Who cares? I'll watch it on HBO. HBO for, for old uh, Nick Kelly. Uh, next up, we've got a trailer for Murder Mystery 2. Yeah, so full-time detectives Nick and Audrey are struggling to get their private eye agency off the ground. They find themselves at the center of international abduction while their friend Maharaja is kidnapped at his own lavish wedding. Uh, this is an Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston Netflix movie. It's a sequel to the previous murder mystery, which I think was on a plane or a boat or something. Uh, I remember the trailer for that, which we did on the show. So this sequel exists purely in the life of this podcast. We went from one movie to other. Hmm. And hmm. I'm, not, I'm not an Adam Sandler fan. I don't really like 99.9% of his things. I did laugh. There's a moment in this trailer, I have to admit, when Jennifer Aniston accidentally hatcheted that guy in the head that I oh, laughed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she just like flew it backwards and killed this guy. Yeah. 
This is, uh, the IMDb des- description should say, A Silly Knives Out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really goofy, probably, with Adam yeah. Sandler. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Adam Sandler movies on Netflix are generated by an algorithm. Yeah. And I'm not even joking. They might be. Yeah, so. I, I will say, I really liked uh, Uncut Gems. It, it was such a unique movie. I don't think I've ever seen a movie like that that was filmed that way it was. Um, and even though I have some distance between me and watching it now, like I, I, I really, I really liked it. Well, Adam Sandler's a really good serious actor when he does that, so that doesn't surprise me. Plus, that's mm-hmm. an A twenty four movie, and this is a Netflix movie. Hmm. I'd like to see more. I'd like to see whoever directed that, produce you know A twenty four produced it, directed. I'd like to see a movie, another movie of that. Whoever did that, let's look and see who directed Uncut Gems. Benny Safdie. Oh, I did know. I didn't. I do know Benny Safdie. Oh, you do. He was in uh, Obi Wan Kenobi as an actor, and that's probably what I'm thinking. He was huh. the the Jedi that they hung, uh, the Inquisitors hung at the beginning of. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Well, um, probably not. I'm probably gonna miss Murder Mystery too because I haven't even seen the first one. Yeah, we're not gonna watch that. But no. it's there if you watch Adam Sandler movies on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, next up, this is something special I put on here. Uh, on the road to Fast and Furious 10, called Fast X, or Fast 10, um, they have been putting out the legacy trailers on YouTube. Uh, it was like one a day leading up to the re- you know the re- release of the trailer for Fast X. Uh-huh. Um, and I found this pretty fun. I put the first three on here for the first three movies. And I, you know what? It made me want to go and watch those movies. Yeah, this is really interesting because of how different these first couple of movies are. Because yep. like the first couple of movies here are are movies about fast, like what they were intended to be originally. Yeah, there's no like international espionage or superpowers, <laughs> right? Uh, especially like the first two. Yeah, it, and everyone looks like a baby too. And you got Paul oh, yeah. Walker, and you got yeah. Like, baby. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel, he was just Von Leded at that point. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. There's. It reminded me of the scene where they have like the black Hondas with the green underglow, and they like rob that truck. And I'm uh-huh. like, you look back, you go, why did they all have matching Hondas with underglow to rob this truck? <laughs> I have two of these movies that I got like for like five dollars on Black Friday. And it's just like four and five or five and six, like random ones in the just middle. Just random, yeah. Yeah, and I, I got them to watch with riff tracks, and then they're just, they don't even need riff tracks. They're just funny, kind of entertaining on their own. Yeah. Donut Media did did a YouTube video on like the worst lines or the, the corniest lines from the Fast and Furious, and it is, it is uh, cringy. Oh, yeah. Cringy. They put those lines in the trailers. They're like proud of them. Oh my gosh, it's it's awful. Well, they're, they're fun to watch. We'll put the links in the, uh, yeah. in the show notes. Uh, but then we had the the actual trailer to Fast X, uh, which has old Brie Larson looking pretty, very pretty. I love Brie Larson. I watch all kinds of Brie Larson movies. Yeah. I will have to watch this one because of her. Uh, I won't watch it because of her, but I, I actually haven't seen all the Fast and Furious movies, so I probably should like figure out which ones i haven't seen and then and then go see this one. Oh, and i will be able to see this in theater do you want to know why why is that i signed up for movie pass <laughs> again 
they're gonna take it, or you're gonna get there and they'll be like, "This, this only works on talking animal movies." I don't know. It's ten bucks, and I get to see like three movies a month. So I figured that's like a forty-eight dollar value. So, hmm. so I'll go see Fast X. Although they had a they had a missed opportunity here. They should have called it Fast Family. They said family six times in this trailer. Yeah, at least. Yeah, sounds like missed opportunity there. But uh, yeah. maybe I'll go see this in the theater with my movie pass. I probably won't see it in the theater, but I I really like Brie Larson, so I'll watch it yeah. at some point. There you go. All right, then we have another trailer for history of the world part two still looking very funny this gets okay every time they put a new trailer or a commercial on it this is funnier like every single one is funnier than the last one yeah uh this one had an extra part where where seth rogan was like noah on the ark and he was supposed to have two kinds of every animal but he just had a bunch of different kinds of dogs it was pretty funny (laughs) and then the alexander graham bell thing with uh uh what's his name um why can't I ever remember this guy's name? Ike Baron Holtz. Dude that was on Movie Crush a bunch of times. That made me laugh out loud when when they were messing with him doing like the prank call to Alexander Graham Bell and there's only yeah. one other phone. That was pretty pretty great. Oh hello. Who is this? It's your mama. If you're my mother, what is your last name? Bell. It's my mother. That confirms it. I still so I can't need to wait re- for this. Yeah, I still need to rent part one on Amazon. Me and my brother are gonna watch it. I think you point. can. It's. I know. I think it's streaming on. Some, we'll have to was, look into that. Okay. I. I. I couldn't find it streaming for free. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. I either had to buy it on Google or rent it on Amazon. Well, it's very funny, and it has Madeline Kahn in it, and she's one of the funniest people that ever lived in the history of time. So the That's first great. one is very good. That's great. Uh, all right. So then we have a trailer for Transfusion. Saban! This is the Saban of the week. Yep. Uh, a former special forces operative thrust into the criminal underworld to keep his only son from being taken from him, which is the plot of every single Saban movie. Yep. This one stars Sam Worthington in... He has finally ascended to his place in the world. He is where he belongs, this isn't is he? This is it. He's home. This is He's home. Sam Worthington walks into Saban's offices like Han Solo and Chewie in Force Awakens. It's like, I'm home. This is where I should be. Uh, he would not be in the public eye beyond Saban were he not locked in to be in these James Cameron Avatar movies. Simply yeah. because of the first one coming out in 2009 when America briefly dabbled with having Sam Worthington as a leading man before we changed our minds <laughs> uh, and cast him to the Saban offices where he now belongs and where he can make bad movies with Frank Grillo for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's exactly right. <laughs> so yeah, this movie is a Saban movie. Uh, it won't come out except for that one Saban movie that I found and watched because uh, it was a Stephen King adaptation. Will it come out on Tubi, which was uh, advertised quite heavily during the Super Bowl? Tubi. Yeah, I I don't understand where Tubi got the amount of money to pay for a Super That's Bowl. That's the question. It, I think it's a money laundering scheme. It has to have been. They had to have. Where'd they get money to do a Super Bowl ad? There, there's no. And it was it was like every commercial break. It was a Tubi ad. I'm just. I, this is. Where are you guys getting the money? Yeah, it was really bizarre.
drugs. That Super Bowl halftime show was good. It was fun. It's Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it was with Rihanna. With Rihanna, I wasn't uh, looking forward to it, but the, the the dancers were so into it, and, and the facial expressions, and the smiling, and just having a good old time, and uh, they were recognizable songs. We were singing along at the house. I thought this was fun. Yeah, I just think Rihanna's cool. She she is a woman who carries herself with a lot of confidence. She doesn't. People are like she didn't even hardly dance, but brother, she doesn't have to. She's also uh, eight eight months pregnant. Yeah, she's eight months pregnant and worth one point six billion dollars. Like she ain't got to do anything. That woman does whatever she wants, and she and, and nobody tells her what to do. Yeah, she rules. She's cool. Uh, okay, so then we have a trailer. Oh boy, we have a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy three. So this is a full trailer because uh, yeah. we only had a teaser before. I have never wanted to see a movie as much as I want to watch Guardians three. This is so, I don't know, it just looks so good. And the High Evolutionary is one of my favorite comic villains. I think we've talked about, because we, we were like trying to cast everyone from Lord of the Rings as villains in Marvel a while ago, like a long time ago. And we were talking about someone should be the High Evolutionary because we need more cosmic villains. So the High Evolutionary is here finally in this. It makes a ton of sense the way they're doing it. Uh that he created Rocket. I don't know why I didn't think of that originally. Probably just because he didn't in the comics, but it makes more sense that he does. Also, Counter-Earth is in it. I I think it would be really funny. In the comics, Counter-Earth is just on the other side of the sun, so we don't, we don't see it because it goes around in the same orbit. And I just think it would be really funny if the MCU did that too, but I think they're just going to have it be farther away. Oh, okay. uh, and I, I don't know. I just... I like the vibe of everyone in this. Nebula, uh, I think Nebula's character development has been excellent throughout all of the movies. Um, I don't know. I just love Guardians of the Galaxy so much. Also, that Rocket Raccoon quote from this trailer is one of my favorite movie quotes. And I haven't even seen the movie yet. The, <laughs> we'll all fly away together. That's a just good quote. We'll all fly away together. One last time. To the forever that beautiful sky it's good it looks great can't wait yep. love guardians I like the go we, we love them guardians uh next trailer we have is dc it is the flash the plot of this is barry allen uses his super speed to change the past but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future so it's a time travel movie. I like time travel. I like Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, so this is that's the big surprise in this. Yeah, Michael Keaton's there. I don't like Ezra Miller. I don't think anyone does. No. I want to see Michael Keaton as Batman, but I don't want to have to watch this movie to do it. Yeah, that's the real punch. The real it's like a real punch to the face. Yeah. It's an Ezra it's an Ezra punch to the face. Ezra Miller Which he would do. He would punch you in the face. And like, no, he would. Yeah, he would do that. He that's he's got a reputation for doing this sort of thing. He kidnapped people. So he's mean to fans. Yeah, he's. We shouldn't shouldn't be stuck with with Ezra Miller. (laughs) We shouldn't be stuck with Ezra Miller. It's cruel. It's cruel to the Michael Keaton Batman fan. It is. It's uh, it's cruel to Michael Keaton to to shoehorn him into this. Uh, just make Batman three. 
I think though my I won't see this in the theater, but I think I will watch it on HBO because of Michael Keaton. I will. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I I I want Michael Keaton to play the Gray Ghost and have uh, Robert Pattinson be Batman and do the Gray Ghost story. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. We shall see. Uh, what, what am I talking about? We're not going to get that. That's so obscure. That's like the most obscure thing. That is pretty obscure. Uh, but, you know, had had you told 12-year-old Nick that Hank Pym would be in a Pepsi commercial during the Super Bowl in 2023, I would have laughed you out of the room. So, obscure things can happen. This is true. I did do Rocket Raccoon on screen. Yeah, and he's one of the one of the best characters. He's one of the best ones. <laughs> the whole entire thing. <laughs> with one of the most compelling story arcs. A talking raccoon. Mm. Okay, so then we have a trailer for the $300 million budgeted Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now, let's not exaggerate here. It was $285 because <laughs> that's right. much different. Okay. <laughs> that $15 million, you know. No, uh, uh, this is this. There's still being super tight-lipped on the plot details of this, but the the de-aging effects that they're doing in this tr- trailer are every time they do de-aging. I feel like for Disney, they keep getting better and better at it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I always feel like when it's a trailer, they don't look as like some of the effects are ne- never quite as good, but the the de-aging effects are kind of blew me away in this trailer, like this TV spot. Cause, uh, there's like flashbacks to the forties and stuff. Cause he punches the Nazi and, uh, ticker tape parade stuff just fully looks like Harrison Ford in the eighties, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll see this in the theater with movie pass. I'll see it in the theater with, uh, not movie pass because I don't have it. With money, please. Money, please. Yeah, I, I'm excited about this. And I just, I wouldn't be as excited if Steven Spielberg was directing it because of the last time he did such a yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's James Mangold, and I, I trust James Mangold more lately than I do Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I think I think I agree. I'm cautiously optimistic. I won't say yeah, I'm that's, excited. Yeah, I'm. I am excited, but I'm cautiously excited. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's the right position to take, mind Freund. Uh, then we have a trailer for Creed Three. Yep, this is uh, the third Creed movie. This time he's fighting Jonathan Majors because it's the era of Jonathan Majors. It is uh, uh, a dude who is great and will probably win an Oscar at some point. Um, yeah. He's one of those dudes that I th- I've said this before. It's like I love when Marvel gets these guys early on that are great, like Florence Pugh and Jonathan Majors, and just like people who are just really, really good. And uh, Creed Creed is great, and Creed Two is great. Uh, not as great as Creed One. Correct. Uh, Creed Three will probably be good, and Michael B. Jordan's directing it, and I I want to see that. I want to see how I, good I, it is. Yeah, I'm really uh, curious to see how he does in the director chair. Uh, these two dudes are gigantic. Are they on steroids? They have to be on steroids. Maybe I don't know. They're actors, so like, uh, they like it doesn't matter if they are. <laughs> they have time. They have the time to train. Yeah, and they have the money to get a personal chef or whatever that puts them on a very specific diet plan. 
Yeah. So. Because, like, do you remember when uh, Stallone got busted with steroids or whatever at the airport? And then people were, like, talking about it. And he goes, hey, you know I'm just an actor, right? Like, Rocky's not real. It doesn't... (laughs) Like this isn't like a sports infraction. Like my, I don't have a record <laughs> that I'm defending here, you know. And everyone was like, "Oh yeah." There's no asterisk. On yeah, there's it, no I'm not, asterisk. My name is not in any record book. Yeah, he's he was like, you know, it's, I'm an actor, right? Like, this is all aesthetic for me. And everyone was like, uh, "We we thought Rocket was real for a second, I guess." I'm in cartoons. Yeah, that's he's basically he was like, so what. <laughs> Oh man! So we will we will definitely see Creed three. Mm-hmm. Oh, for show. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there will probably be a Creed four. I bet. Oh, I hope so. I hope yep. there's as many Creeds as Rockies. They is for some reason boxing movies just are mostly good. Like there's a lot of really good boxing movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like almost all the Rockies are good. Uh, Cinderella Man was good. Creed movies are good. There's yeah. more probably. Oh, Raging Bull was good. Yeah. Um uh rock'em sock'em robots uh real oh, yeah, steel yeah real steel real Just steel is good thing is a good thing to make a movie about it is it is don't don't get it twisted all right so then we have a trailer for air yep this follows the history of shoe salesman sonny vaccaro and how he led nike in its pursuit of the greatest athlete in the history of basketball michael jordan he might just be the greatest athlete i don't know if you need to specify basketball <laughs> maybe but uh this is written by and Starring uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and directed by Ben Affleck, which is usually a good a good thing. And uh, this is one of those things where this the idea of this movie sounds so boring to me that I feel like the movie has to be good. You know, like The Social Network. Like, when I heard about The Social Network, I was like, there's no way that that's at all good. And then I saw The Social Network and I was like, it's actually it was real good. <laughs> it's real good. <laughs> it's real good. It's actually real good. <laughs> yeah. So, it, in order to have this movie made, it has to be a good script. So. Oh yeah. I will watch this. I I just. Yep. Plus, Ben story. Affleck is a really good director. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you know it's a true story. I'm not a I'm not a J. I'm not into J's, but uh, I'm into shoes, and this is uh I think a. A story that I don't know, so I'm, I want to go into this blind, like not knowing anything. Also, Viola Davis is in this, and Jason mm-hmm. Bateman, and Floki from Vikings. That's oh, fun. really? That's yeah. interesting. Huh. So, well, I will watch this. This is a show. Is it Apple TV Plus? Um, yeah, it's a it's a movie for Apple TV. Oh, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. I think I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll watch. Faux show. Uh, next up, we have a trailer for Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, so this was a super bold spot for for this, and uh, I said it before. Like, I'm a I liked Beast Wars more than I liked like G1 Transformers because I I never watched G1 Transformers and I didn't have the toys, but I have I have a giant box of Beast Wars Transformers in my basement. Oh, cool. Which is the only reason that I might watch this one, but not in a theater. Definitely not. I mean, fool me once, uh, shame on you. Fool me like four or five times, uh, shame on me. Fool me seven times, shame on you. Fool me eight or more times, shame on me. Um, I just have no faith in this in the franchise at this point. Um, no. I, I didn't even really like Bumblebee. Um, I wanted to because of Haley Steinfeld, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I didn't really either. No. It was just like halfway through, I, I was like on my phone. 
Yeah, I think I will probably phone watch this on HBO. That's where I'm at because I want to see like Optimus Primal and Cheetor and Airazor and Rhinox and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll be. I know I'll be annoyed by the the non Beast Wars parts. Did I have a dream? Did I dream that the Constructicons are in this? Uh, you might have dreamed it, or we possibly got a glimpse in the last trailer because I think there was some sort of crossover with them too. I. I cannot remember. I, in my mind, I clearly see a movie version of Constructicons, and it's like very big. Well, we'll we'll have to find out, but not in the theater. No, <laughs> exactly right. Also, something that we won't be seeing in the theater, or and it definitely probably won't even come out. I said definitely, probably. This is not going to come out in the theater. It's called Children of the Corn. Maybe ever hired of it is Stephen King. It's Stephen King week here. Yeah, it is. Uh, we had to have one like well-made Stephen King trailer and then one that's this one this is a shutter original uh but that's just because no one would pick it up for distribution it was filmed in Australia during quarantine so Children of the Corn not even a really good Stephen King novel oh well it's it's a novella I think it was one of his magazine short stories actually uh it's just because Stephen King is obsessed with corn uh which is a theme that you realize if you've read enough of his works i think he just thinks it's creepy (laughs) you know like the cornrows at night you know and and there have been like 400 movies of children's children of the corn some of which i think he made them take his name off of (laughs) like some of the sequels you know wow just because they're so bad and this this looks to be tremendously bad. Oh, ex- extraordinarily bad. Um, yeah. It, it, there's like the some weird VO from the 1970s on this, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Prepare to witness the horrific rise of the next generation of evil. Based on the short story... By Stephen King, like you've never seen before. Yeah, exactly. It's like trailer voice, but like a like a great value trailer voice. Yeah. Uh, this isn't. It's just like I know it's it's easy to get the rights to make a Stephen King thing because he's not precious about adaptations, you know. Yeah. But uh, this just looks really, really terrible, and I can't wait. I can't wait until they have to talk about this on the King Cast, which is a one of the podcasts that I'm always up to date on. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys are going to shred this. It's going to be great. <laughs> That'll be a good time. That'll be much better than the actual uh, movie here. Oh, for sure, yeah. Maybe there'll be a riff tracks of this. I That that would be extremely good. Uh, I've been watching a ton of riff tracks lately, lately. So one of my favorite episodes of Mystery Science Theater 3000, there's a movie called Hobgoblins from 1986, I think. And it's it's a gremlins ripoff uh but so in 2009 they made a sequel same director made a sequel to hobgoblins but it's kind of a remake uh because it's like the same characters but like the first movie didn't happen and this the the sequel is worse somehow than the original which is terrible and riff tracks did it and i got the riff tracks and i watched it the other day and it was really funny with the riff tracks, but like there was 
the the thin veneer of plot that Hobgoblins One had was gone, and it was like indeterminable what what the point of this movie was. Like the the Hobgoblins suddenly had Beetlejuice rules where you say Hobgoblins three times to summon them. It was like vague allusions to the first one. It was tremendously bad. Wow. Okay. But funny. But funny. Well, um, won't be seeing Children of the Corn. No, no one, no one will. No one will. Uh, all right, so then we have a real good trailer for John Wick Chapter 4. I was like drooling watching this one. Man, this was an excellent trailer. And I want to say this. Um, I know we, we gush about the stunts in these movies. But we need to talk about the lighting in this movie. Oh, they're all like that. Yeah. Uh, so John Wick, they're gorgeous. It's like everything's neon. Everything's natural lighting. Yeah. And, uh, and, it's and like, at night, it's, everything's colored lighting, like gels. Yeah, everything's like, yeah, colored lighting, uh, neon. Uh, it's like, it's, it's almost like thick. It's like thick lighting. You thick know? lighting. Yeah. yeah it, it feels... It feels it, physically there, you know? and it's like behind every object is light coming. Like a yeah, everything's it. everything's like got accent lighting. Everything's backlit. Everything. Uh, it, this one it, has it, Donnie Yen in it. It has Hiro, uh, Hiroyuki. God, Hiroyuki Sanada. Yep, he's in I it. Love Hiroyuki Sanada. It's just, I can't wait. I love these movies. Uh, the weird dense mythology that they have is, which is very cool. Like the the weird sort of assassin kingdom. It doesn't take itself overly seriously, but it it takes itself seriously enough in the fiction that it it feels correct, you know. Yeah. Uh, Ana Diarmas is making a spinoff movie about the ballerinas that work for Angelica Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stunts are incredible. It's so good. This is like these are movies made by stunt guys. Like it's directed like David Leach worked on here and Chad Stalski and stuff, you know. Those are former stunt coordinators. I, I don't know, movies. but I trust you. Okay. You're, you're, you know, you know your stunts. Honey. Yeah, so uh, just gonna be excellent. These movies are are way better than they have any right to be. Definitely, uh. <laughs> definitely the best uh, standalone action series that exists, in my opinion. Yeah, this. Uh, you know, I have I've only seen the second one, which is very strange. I need to go watch all of them. Um, but this one, this trailer really made me want to see this. I was like, this is a visual spectacle. Like, yeah. I, this is a, like a triumph in stunts and lighting. And I would be I would be remiss if I didn't go see this. Oh yeah, you should see. It. You should watch. It. John Wick Three has the coolest. It has like this fight with hatchets in an in a hallway full of glass, and it's. One of the coolest things ever. And then he fights at the end, uh, the dude from Iron Chef. <laughs> and it's that guy's just really funny. I don't know. It's They're all good. They're all good movies. So we will see this. Yeah, I love uh, John Wick. And we will also see this. Uh, what this next trailer is about, which is season three of The Mandalorian. Okay, so this trailer just came out like... I th- they put like a teaser during the Super Bowl, and I think this might have went online during then but i didn't notice it until today and so i found it and i put it on here this season of the mandalorian is like the first time we're getting live action mandalore the planet mandalore and i really can't wait to see like the culture war that bo katan and dinjarin are gonna have with each other over how to rebuild mandalore after the empire you know because you know dinjarin's from the cult uh the the this is the way cult 
uh, the children of the watch and Bo-Katan's like a reggae old Mandalorian. I just want to see, I want to see what happens. Cause neither one of them is like really right or wrong, I guess. So I just want to see how it unfolds. I have no idea how it will. For some reason, I thought this was Mandalorian season four. You probably just thought of that because of the brief interjection of Mandalorian episodes in the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Maybe that, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's what it is. Yep. But yeah, season three. Okay. Well, I can't wait for this. This looks, this is must-see TV right here, man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This will be great. Looks looks fantastic. And I, next month, next month we get to see him riding around in that, uh, that Naboo in one starfighter, baby. Hot rod. Yep. Cannot wait. So, uh, so that'll be good. And then we have a trailer. Oh, this looks good. A trailer for Tetris. So I didn't hear about this movie until Missy sent us this trailer earlier today. Me neither. Today. Yeah. Uh, the plot is an American and Russian computer geek form an unlikely friendship as they try to evade the KGB and smuggle the world's most famous video game out of the Soviet Union. So this stars Taron Egerton. It's about the creation of the game Tetris and the very strange history of that game that it has, which uh, there's a documentary about this too. Uh, it's a really interesting story the tetris story toby jones is in this which means it's automatically at least that good yep yep and uh it looks really stylized too and well made uh, yeah and it's gonna be on apple on march 31st and i have apple so yep. i think Me i'll watch too. this I, I definitely will this is um a lot of action in this it looks like actually yeah it's like a spy movie about tetris i don't know it looks awesome it looks it really, looks really good. good so good good send from missy thank you for that Yep. Uh, and then um, this last one that we have here, this is the last trailer, the Adele 17th. Is this the is this the most trailers we've ever done? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, we're, guys, this uh, put, put it in the record books, you know, for this hobby podcast. Uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. And yes, it is called Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Yeah, it is. The plot is follows Sergeant John, who on his last tour of duty in Afghanistan is teamed with local interpreter Ahmed, who risks his own life to carry an injured John across miles of grueling terrain to safety. This is Jake Gyllenhaal, Guy Ritchie, Beige Army Man movie. I have made my opinions on Beige Army Man movies known in this podcast in the past. I will say this, to me this looks actually decent. The plot of this is is somewhat decent, but this is a... This is indeed a Beige Army Man movie that no one would have paid attention to unless it had Guy Ritchie's name attached to it, and they apparently knew that. The producers of this, the studio knew this, and so they have literally made it part of the title, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Yeah, Guy Ritchie, uh, I like a a handful of his movies. Snatch is, is an excellent movie. That's definitely his best movie. But, like, he hasn't made one since since Snatch that was as good as Snatch, so... I love that King Arthur, Kai Ritchie King Arthur. I did. Movie. I loved it also, and there's only like five people that did, and we're two of them. That's right. But I we, thought we that was great. Uh, some of them I haven't seen. I haven't seen The Gentleman yet. Um, I know. Oh said yeah, that was good. Yeah, I hadn't seen that either. But I just really, I really don't like Beige Army Man movies. So this one I probably won't watch because even the trailer was hard for me to look at because I don't care about these kind of movies. I know like, I don't know. like any of them that are like this. Yeah. I This is not something I'm going to see in a the theater. This is an HBO watch for me. HBR. 
HBR. All right, folks. Well, that does it for all the new, new trailers. And that brings us to the trailer mailers. Trailer mailers. If you'll cast your mind back several weeks, we asked, uh, what, do, what do you wish never got a sequel ever? And what's your best movie experience? So, Or either or. So uh, Squid chimed in right away, texted me. And he said, number one, I wish Aliens, that's Aliens with an S, never got any sequels after the first. No Alien 3, no Resurrection, no Prometheus, no Coconut. (laughs) (laughs) And then number two, he said, maybe because it's so recent, but I'm going to say Dune. I didn't know anything about it, so I went in blind, and the movie was way better than I was expecting it to be. Love that Dune. Love that Dune. Love that Dune. Mwadib. Mwadib. The Lisan Al-Gaib. It is noble to give up your water to Shai Hulud. Shai Hulud. All right, so Kevin said, I feel like there are probably a few sequels out there that qualify if I thought about this, but as soon as Ben mentioned the Jurassic Park sequels, my brain flew into an annoyed rage of agreement. So I can't in good conscience do anything but also agree to the series that Michael Crichton didn't want to write a single sequel to, much less allow to devolve into whatever trashy monster schlock it become. It ha- it's become. Lock all of those sequels in amber and throw them <laughs> into the Marianas Trench. Boogerific. He's not wrong. He's not wrong, Kevin. Uh, Missy chose to answer her favorite experience, and she said, So many good, good midnight premiere parties where theaters used to do those. But I think the best ones were when the Harry Potter movies and the first round of Marvel movies were coming out, and everyone would wear costumes and we'd buy out whole rows of seats for all of our friends. Good times, man. Mm-hmm. Good times. I remember I saw Avengers 1 with Missy in Chicago, and it was right after C2E2, and uh, she had her... Uh, her Loki antlers for her Lady Loki costume when we were sitting in the theater and we were trying to play Where's Missy and uh, watch her coming down the street. And I can't remember if for some reason she had her antlers with her or she didn't. And we were like, it's harder to play Where's Missy when she doesn't have her antlers. But I just remember something something to that effect was because we were watching for, for her from the windows of the theater. So that's a memory I have of a... Uh, early marvel release and antlered missy is an easier to spot missy yeah you could see her walking around the con floor because her antlers would be sticking up above the crowd yeah yeah bridget said miss congeniality 2 so awful i saw the johnny cash movie walk the line in theaters with uh bend mayo ben d mayo who i was not dating at the time but who i had a huge crush on it felt like a date, so it was one of my favorite movie experiences. The movie was good, too. So we like Johnny Cash Walk the Line. We did not like Miss Congeniality, too. Yep, and we like Ben Mayo, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure. Ben <laughs> D. Mayo. I, I'm pretty sure that they're married, so that date worked out. Um, Elaine said, Mulan 2, it's the worst. But the best movie experience was when my sisters went to see the movie adaptation of a book called Redeeming Love. We had all read it and loved the book. We went pretty late and we were the only ones in the theater so we could talk and laugh and cry as much as we wanted as we compared the movie to the book. I hear the movie is terrible. Um, I have read that book and I love the book. I never heard of it 
And so for all I know, you and Elaine are making something up to put, pull the wool over my eyes. <laughs> I can assure you we're not. Francine Rivers, I think is who that was. Uh, excellent. So, uh, Elaine, uh, I'm curious what she thought of the actual movie. Well, she enjoyed watching the movie with her friends. Yeah. That's with her, sister, her sisters. Yeah. So, I don't know. Get Jess. Back get, get back to us. Jess said, weirdly, I have the same answer for both questions. X-Men The Last Stand. Terrible movie. But I went to the midnight showing opening... But I went to the midnight showing opening night, and the crowd was just so into it and having a blast the whole time. From the Snakes on the Plane trailer debut to the Juggernaut bleep scene. I just, um, I don't usually revisit that movie, but I remember that experience fondly. Yeah, we watched uh, Deadpool 2 the other day, Jess and I. Well, she started watching it because she had a half day because she had to uh, get fillings at the dentist. But then I, I wandered in and I caught the, the rest of it. And I was like, this juggernaut is much better than the, <laughs> the juggernaut of that movie. Yeah. yeah more, more faithful to the comic for sure as far as the look goes. Well, if you're Elaine and you want to let us know uh, if you like the movie Redeeming Love, you can follow us on Instagram at TrailerBlazersPodcast. Or you can email us at TrailerBlazersPod at gmail.com. If you want to know when a new episode drops, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers, but don't try and contact us there because that website is garbage. Uh, if you're feeling generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for the show to gain traction until we actually launch the Patreon, which I'm working on, but it takes a lot of work uh, to come up with reward tiers, so, you know, give me a break. It'll be it'll be soon. And if, if you uh, believe me, Quick Mickey will let you know what happens. Yeah, these things take time, folks. It'll be ready when it's ready. You know, that's what we always say. And I'll tell you what else is going to be ready. Is a charcuterie board, Fast and Furious-themed charcuterie board. And in the center of it's going to be a nice chunk of brie. And then we're just going to have a... we got to have, like, puns for all the characters' names. So... Toretto, you might have uh, Sargento cheese on there. I don't know. That's about as close as I can get to it. Now, Paul Walker, I can't remember his that fella's name in the movie. But well, maybe we do something like uh, Stinton. Is that the cheese of Stinson? Stilson cheese? Sure. Maybe we'll do one of that. What's that stinky cheese I used to have in the, uh, in the Looney Tunes cartoons? Oh, that Limburger? was a Limburger, yeah. Yeah, maybe they have a Limburger on there. And I don't, I haven't married the cheese to the character yet. But maybe for each character, there's a type of cheese. And, and, and if you are, maybe that's a reward, uh, on the Patreon. Watch us eat all these cheeses. While we watch Fast and Furious, and we will, and we will pick the characters for each cheese. Maybe that is that's some premium content, Billy. You can, you and Ben can think about that idea because that is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey, effervescent, reticulated, resplendent as always for the Trailer Blazers. My name is Nick Kelly, and I am a child of the corn. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I wish I had a $300 million, excuse me, $285 million budget. 
for just life. Happy trailsers. Welcome back, folks, to the video games. One quarter portion of the show, folks. We have been playing video games, and there are actual video game trailers. Can you believe it? I barely, I barely believe it. Nick can barely believe it. Um, so I have been playing Bloodstained: Ritual of the Night. I've been playing Marvel Snap. I've played uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I have deleted Marvel Snap and reinstalled it again, just you know, out of frustration. Uh, but I've got a couple of I've had, I have a lot of decks now. I think I have like a dozen decks, maybe or like ten decks. So, um, so still been playing that. And uh, Ghost of Tsushima is so good, still so good. Yep, yep. Um, it just gets better the more you play it. So loving that. I beat Horizon Forbidden West. Well uh, done kind of wanted to time it closer to the dlc that's coming out this year but that just wasn't feasible based on how little i had left to do in the game and i started mafia definitive edition because it was the playstation game of the month right now so if you want it and you have playstation plus i highly recommend it so i will say like it's great and like it all came back to me as soon as i started playing it uh they did take out the shortcut in the race level and I was literally screaming at my TV because I cannot win this race level. I've played this game for a billion hours. Like I literally played this game so much back in the day because it was I only had a couple games on my PC and I just played this one over and over and over and over and over. I've never once legitimately won this race that you have to do. And I couldn't do it. I even put, I put it on easy. I couldn't do. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's like, it's like I don't have time to become an expert Mario Kart driver for one level in a game. Uh, Jess beat it for me, <laughs> so I could progress because I can't beat it. So if you can't, if you're like me and you can't win races in video games, that's gonna be a problem because they took the shortcut out which is stupid because it's a game about being a criminal i maintain you should be able to cheat and take a shortcut oh yeah absolutely Uh, so it's stupid that they took it out and there's a couple little things like even when they change like a line or like a cutscene, it makes me angry (laughs) i don't know because i'm like just make it exactly the way it was just with better (laughs) graphics stop changing things uh because like I had the map memorized, and some of the things are changed on the map. So I I pulled a, cor- a real tight corner, and I drove into a wall, and I was like, "This wall wasn't here in 2002." <laughs> How funny! <laughs> yeah, so they're they're messing with me in in that way. Uh, but it's still really really good, and I haven't I'm I'm saving the free ride mode, which is my favorite part of the game, which is sandbox mode, until I beat the the main part of the game, and then I can start unlocking the cars in the sandbox mode. Uh, and I just gotta get the alien car because it's so fast. And then uh, you you restart in free in free ride mode until you get to the starting point where if you turn left right away, there's the drawbridge. And if you hit the drawbridge when it's closing, you can launch the alien car across the entire map, and it's the most fun thing ever. So that's what I've been playing is Mafia. 
Well, I have it downloaded, so I'm going to uh, hopefully start it pretty soon. I bet you'll have no problem with the race level, like, once you get used to it. It's just, like, I can't, I physically can't win the race level, so I'm hmm. glad that Jess could beat it. Good old took, Jess. Took Good her old... Three, three tries. Oh, wow. Good old reliable Jess. Good at video yep. games. Better video games than Nick. Oh, yeah. What, I had to what? have her beat the tank parts for me in Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arkham, was it Arkham Knight that held the, the terrible Batmobile stuff? Oh, that was it. Yeah, that yeah, was it. God. Arkham Knight. I, had I gave up. Beat, I, yeah. I hated it. Yeah, I didn't like that stuff. Ruined I just it. had her do it for me. Yeah, well, she's a she's a real trooper. She's a real trooper. Yep. All right, well, let's talk about some, some new, new video game trailers here. We got five of them. Uh, the first is the Crew Motorfest. Yeah, I have no take on this. It's just not, not in my wheelhouse, as evidenced by what I was just talking about. So. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is an arcade type of racer. And uh, the Crew 2, you know, you had planes and boats and cars and stuff. Um, here's the problem. I got burned. So this is a Ubisoft game. I got burned on the last Ubisoft uh, Extreme Sports game. Uh, it just wasn't as good as I was hoping it, and I I didn't I, I may have played it like 10, 10 hours before quitting, so I don't know I I probably won't play this unless it's free on PlayStation uh, premium you know premium or whatever, um, so I'll probably miss this. I mean it looks you know for what it is it looks fine, but they they only showed cars. I don't know if it has planes and boats anymore. I think it may just be land vehicles. I don't know. Do you remember Bloodwake? I don't. It was a it was an Xbox original Xbox boat battle game. It was like Twisted Metal but with boats. Hmm. Like Carmageddon but on the water. Yeah. Yeah. Really realistic looking water for Xbox One. I bet. I bet they had a good some good code. You yeah. know? Good models. Uh all right, so then we have a trailer for Steel Seed. Yeah, so this is some sort of according to the little description on youtube a a stealth action game where you're like fighting against ai uh could be third person based on the last shot of this trailer i think it's not a very good trailer because i was like what is this about is it a third person game i don't know this trailer like reveals hardly anything yeah is it a side scroller is it one of those side scrollers where it has a really cool looking premise and then it like zooms out and it's like oh this is just a, a side scroller game yeah, I don't know. It was not a very good trailer, I don't think. No, uh, I'm kind of intrigued by like the vibe. So if they do another trailer in the future, we'll probably have to talk about it. If it's good stealth, third person stealth, I'm into it because I, you know, we're we're, we're still waiting on uh, the you know Splinter Cell over here. You know, video games release too many trailers. Like, oh, absolutely. Atomic Heart has released fifty official gameplay trailers uh, and like. To- it, like there'll be like official final trailer and there's one every week for atomic heart God, and then they'll have a release date trailer and then they'll uh-huh. have a post-release date trailer and it's just it's never ending and then they'll have like dlc trailer and this new this character specific trailer yeah just it's yeah. too much to keep it's track too much. Of. and then for for you to to release that many of them and for me to not know what the game is after one of them yeah for real consolidate do that um all right so then we have a trailer for vr skater this is a ps vr 2 game uh i call this uh barf fest vr oh this is a bad idea yeah vr skater people are going to be falling forward don't you think oh for sure i was falling out of my seat just watching it yeah 
<laughs> also, there's weird narration in this by the guy who like worked on the game, and that yeah. was the best part, just because he was super into it, and I was oh, like, yeah. okay, buddy. Yeah, he's his team. I'm sure his team has worked real hard on this, and he's real into it. But at the end of the day, you use your hands and not your feet, so it's right, like, yeah. eh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like it. It made me made me uncomfortable. <laughs> PS VR two Barf Vest. Yep. 2023. Uh, then we have a trailer for Hi-Fi Rush. Okay, so this the opening line of this trailer was the guy flying through the air and he pa- it like freeze frames and he goes, "Yep, that's me." I guess you're wondering how I got here, and I was like, "Is this a joke?" Because that's such a cliche. Like they use that setup to make joke things now. Like, or is this real? And I couldn't tell from the rest of the trailer if it was sincere or not yep that's me and you're probably wondering how i ended up here yeah it was yeah uh i don't know if it's self-aware or or what um i wish this was just jet set radio because it's in the style of jet set radio but it's not jet set radio i don't care about it well i feel like just based on that opening line it was like that's like the way that hey riddle riddle would set up a trailer in an improv like scene that they're yeah. doing yeah and i and i have spent the rest of it trying to figure out if it was joking or not and i yeah it it, it does seem like a jet set kind of like knockoff yeah not for me truly yeah. perplexed about that opening line yeah <laughs> he couldn't get past the opening line um all right then we have uh something that'll make grown men cry the, the second trailer to legend of zelda breath of the wild 2 Three years after the first trailer came out, we finally get a second trailer. And, yeah. Uh, I'll, it'll, I'll buy it. You know, I'm going to buy it. It'll be a Christmas present for the fam. And uh, my kids loved Breath of the Wild. I liked it. It's Is it my favorite Zelda game? No. Was it? Is it? Did I? Do I gush about it? Am I? No. It was fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed my time with it. I, I'm not like... People are insane. Like, it's some people's favorite game. And I'm like... how. Have you played other video games, guys? I think we have listeners who who Breath of the Wild is probably their favorite game. Explain that right into me, right into us, and explain why it's your favorite game. I mean, I, yes, it was fun. I, I like it. It's it's not even close to being my favorite game. Not even close. Not even top five. Well, Mafia Definitive Edition is uh, my top five. Well, the original edition. I got mad at the the removal of the cheat so yeah i wanted to be able to cheat at that race uh, uh, legend of zelda tears of the kingdom i i played breath of the wild i kind of got bored pretty quick because i'm not like a nintendo guy really and i'm not really a big video game guy in the first place so i have no i have no nostalgia for legend of zelda because i didn't have any of this stuff when i was a kid so this means very little to me I did like running around in that world in Breath of the Wild for a while, but there wasn't enough to do in the world for me that I got sick of it fast. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm sure people will take off from work when it comes out. Yep. And probably, you know, which, you know, if that's your thing, go ahead. I do that for movies sometimes. Yeah. Have a good time. All right, folks. Well, that's all the video game stuff we've got. That's it. I think that's all the content we got for you. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's a, this was a, a fattened episode. Yep, and we're recording on a Thursday, which is unusual. It is. I haven't eaten dinner yet. It's like 9 o'clock. 
You better go eat something. I'm going to go eat something. So my name is Ben Moon, and I'm going to go eat something. Happy trailers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I'm a Steel Seed uh, third-person stealth action game? Happy trailers. Sure. Why not? <laughs> If you're my mother, what is your last name? Armageddon. It's my mother. That confirms it.